the North Florida Sports What's going on? We're coming back to you on a Monday. Just watched the conference championship games yesterday and other sporting events over the weekend. And uh, I got Al on the line, snake big contributor. Going on, guys. What's up, world? Hey, man. Um, we saw uh, one close game yesterday, and then you know we saw a blowout. The Eagles took care of business pretty easily. Now they uh, rock per. I mean, what was it Purdy? Purdy got hurt. Hurt pretty good. His elbow was out, yeah. and he was out early. And that game was never really close. Yeah, it was twenty-one-seven at half, and then um, the Niners didn't score again. Yeah, the Eagles are, and then you know the fact Jalen Hurts had what I want to say less than one hundred and sixty yards passing, but I had a rushing touchdown. The, the Eagles looked pretty good; they managed the game pretty well. Yeah, um, I think the Forty Niners would have it would have been a more competitive game if Purdy wouldn't got hurt. Yeah. Yeah, that's that you can say that. Um now there was a mistake I think by Shanahan in the beginning not challenging that that pass. Yeah. On the fourth yeah. down, he threw that over the top and like you could tell like when cuz Devonta Smith caught it and but he was after when he got up, he's like let's run it, run it, run it, like run a play so they can't review yeah. it. Like he was literally like trying to get that done, which he did. But Whenever a receiver is doing that, you almost like have to throw the challenge flag as the opposing coach. It's yep. worth it, especially in that. I mean, it was fourth down. You can't risk them getting that playoff because if they get a snap off, you know, and and you go back and you see the ball hit the ground, but they didn't have time to review all those angles. It was um, it was it was really a really good play by the Eagles to get up there and hike it. Yeah. And, uh, but in the first half, especially maybe in this, you know, like you need to, like, it's not worth uh, losing a timeout or the, I mean, that's what you have a red flag for. Right. And, uh, I believe, you know, I was saying it at the time, like, cause you know, you could tell by your reaction, the receiver, when he's like, when he, if he caught it and he knew he caught it, he'd be like flexing or something, you know? Usually don't yeah. see him get up and run off the ground like like they're gonna run a hurry up offense like it's a two minute drill like he right. was like run a play quick he knew exactly that he didn't catch that ball yeah so it's very you know just right there though that that they ended up scoring a touchdown and then um, McCaffrey got loose someone but uh, yeah they was the Eagles. I mean, the Niners couldn't move the ball once, you know, they hadn't had a quarterback. They had Josh Johnson, quarterback out of San Diego, who was just a journeyman, didn't have, didn't look good. Um, in the second game, uh, the Chiefs took care of business against uh, your boy, um, Burrow. Yep. Um, yeah, the Chiefs' defense came to play. And uh, that, yep. I had said that before the game. Um they have to get 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 to Burrow, um, and they did. They they dan they damn sure did. They applied yeah. pressure. They they put they put some coverage on the receivers too. He didn't look like he was too comfortable back there. 
Yeah, um, he didn't have much. Yeah, they were disguising the blitzes, and Kansas mm-hmm. City defensive coordinator did a really, really good job disguising all those blitzes, and they were second uh, Burrow back to back, no it, problem. I mean, it could have still he they still could have won if that one the player didn't push Mahomes out of bounds. Yeah, I mean that be- that how oof. I mean, he cried on the bench after the game, too, forever. Yeah. You almost want to be like, just get home out of the field, man. You know, like, you don't want to. You made a mistake, but. Like, that gave him, that put him right in field goal range. Yep, it did. And uh, I don't think, because Mahomes was definitely favoring the ankle. He he can still sling it, though. And he he was hitting it. He was throwing it through windows. Some really. He made some really incredible throws. Yeah, yeah you just got to tip your cap. I mean, sometimes when he wants to, and I, I had a feeling he was going to come out and play a little bit. I think he was going to play well. And um, because everybody was saying Burrow, Burrow had beaten him. And if you look at all those games, they're but three points. Yeah. And now all four of those games, the last four times they played, it's been a three-point game. Bengals have won yeah. three. You know, so like, and so – there's more to it. The quarterbacks get all the blame or all the credit, you know, but like Joe Burrow had nothing to do with pushing that guy out of bounds. Either did Patrick Mahomes really getting pushed, yeah. but I got that guy's mistake, you know, now there you go. So then you got the Super Bowl matchup, the Andy Reid bowl, the chiefs versus the Eagles, man. Yeah. And I think, uh, it's going to be a good, on paper, it's a great matchup. Well, there's plenty of time to look at this one. Yeah, Alf, you know what do you think? Like just first, just first looking at the matchup, what do you, who who do you think you're going to be rooting for? I'm gonna pull for the Eagles. Yeah, yeah. Jaden Hurts, uh, I want him to complete a great season that he's been having. It um, really would be a great season. Yeah, Mahomes, he's had you know great. He's having a wonderful season now, but we've seen Mahomes do it. Many times, um, mm-hmm. good to see Jalen Hurts the first time um, come in and really complete a great season. The Eagles have had a wonderful season. Yep. Well, you um, got both the you got the two one seeds, and uh, yep. but KC's just doing what they do every year, mm-hmm. and um, and Jalen Hurts special season. I think he was going to win the MVP hadn't he if he wouldn't have been injured and. Right. Some people say you still can give it to him. Um, but um, if not him, one of those two are going to receive the MVP. So, and you have both one seeds from each conference in the Super Bowl. It should be an interesting matchup. I, I think Kansas City will probably be your early betting favorite just because they people are more familiar with them. Yeah. Um, you uh, give Mahomes uh, two weeks. More to rest that um, ankle. Jalen Hurts is uh, suffering also from a shoulder injury too. So um, there's plenty of time to uh, break down the Super Bowl. We'll probably do a Super Bowl show before that. But um, we got you on here. Um, I know you wanted to talk a little bit about the off season and uh, you know, fam, you contributor they. The, we went. We were at the uh, Florida Classic. Um, yeah. We saw Bethune Cookman um, take on 
Florida A and M and Bethune Cookman before before the last two years. How many was it? Nine straight or something? Ten, nine, yeah. ten straight in a, in a row yeah. that they had won. Now yeah. um, they need a coach. Thought they had worked it out with Ed Reed, yep. former Miami Hurricane, former Baltimore Raven, Hall of Famer. Um, but it didn't work out. And then, you know, next thing, I mean, I found, you know, you find out, we knew that he was going to get the coach, coaching job, but he never had a contract. And he puts out a video kind of showing and blasting Bethune, Cookman, seeing like what, what you had to deal with. So what are your, what are your thoughts on all that? I mean, I know that's a rival school, but yeah. Um, the thing about, well, my thoughts on that, <clears throat> I, you know, take your head off the air, read great college, uh, football player, pro hall of fame with the Ravens. Um, go down is a lot of people see him the greatest safety to ever play. Um, which is a great argument, but anyway, mm-hmm. let's the Bethune Cookman thing. Okay. Bethune Cookman, um, from Ed, from, you know, what you gather from Ed Reed in the story, Bethune Cookman reached out to him and they agreed, uh, verbally. Um, and then when he gets to the school, the contract was different. Okay. Well, let's back up in between him getting there and looking at the contract. He goes on the social media and blasts Bethune Cookman saying the school is, uh, not up to par, it's trash mm-hmm. everywhere in his office, so on and so forth. Okay. Uh, my sentiments about that was that was a little too much, you know. Um, HBCUs uh, football programs they did you know they're not like you know big schools. Mm-hmm. Um, we have a lot of work to do. Things need to be changed. You know, it's, we, we, things are changing. But the thing is, we know that you don't have to go on social media and blast the school, especially if you're going to be the new head coach. You know, some things you just keep quiet, handle internally and go on from there. I don't know if the result of him going on social media impacted the actual contract. Maybe, maybe not. But um, it seems that Bethune Cookman decided to move forward, you know, go elsewhere. And they're still searching for a coach. And then after all that transpired, Eric continued to go on social media saying that he turned out a Jackson State job, which was offered to him personally by mm. uh, Coach Sanders and the school. But the whole time we were under the impression that Jackson State had already decided to mm-hmm. go the internal here. Yeah. Beyond, you know, that Coach Sanders appointed. So, so he went, he would. Ed Reed says this. Right. Okay. Right. That he turned down a Jackson State job. And the whole time we were under the impression that, you know, they already had an heir to the throne that was picked by Coach Sanders, um, which is Coach TC. So that's another riff that was thrown in there that was kind of unnecessary also. But um, hopefully, you know, BC will find a great coach uh, for the program and, um, you know, move forward. And I just, you know, I just wish that HBCUs, instead of going to for high profile hires, they need to hire, you know, people, um, you know, coaches that have familiarity with BC, I mean, HBCUs and their culture and how things really work, you know, well, you know, 
experience. You know, the okay AD at um, Thune Cookman is uh, Reggie Theus. Um, right. This is uh, someone that I remember as in like one of the Saturday morning co- shows. He was an actor. Yeah. Oh yeah. You remember that show he was in? I Reggie Theus used to be um, my first introduction to Reggie Theus was as a, a Saturday morning actor in one of those shows. Now I think he played basketball coach or something, yeah. but you know, um, but he's the AD and the head basketball coach right. there at Thune Cookman. Um, yeah. And, uh, so he he was the one that uh hired Ed Reed um mm-hmm. which at you know on paper I I thought of you know you could see why I'm like wow you know mm-hmm. you think there's something you know the attention or the that that Dion got at Jackson State had to do maybe I know you were just saying they need to hire more coaches that know about, you know, the traditions of HBCUs and whatnot, but are you saying that maybe they fell in love with that hire of prime over there at Jackson and thought, Hey, we let's do that here. Oh yeah. Yeah, of course. Um, people have to understand that the Deion Sanders, uh, where you can say the saga, the big, you know, the, the story, um, that's like a once in a lifetime, type, you know, situation. Um, somebody of Deion Sanders caliber. Yeah, you know, he, he already had a coaching history from coaching you know, high school and so on and so forth. So it wasn't like he didn't have any type of experience. And right. of course, you know, school's gonna get caught up in that that type of thing, but that's like a that's like finding a diamond in the in a haystack, you know. So well, that was extraordinary and you see Colorado even tapped into it. Yeah. Could have gone to pretty much any school he desired and that's rare for coaches and stuff like that. You know, you get to pick the school you want to. People are calling you and they really want you and that's on like a a pro caliber type coaching thing. So um, people have to understand that was, that's rare Um, and schools shouldn't get too caught up in big high profile formal players unless they have a great coaching experience and they really want to do well for the university. Yeah. And well, you know, it's just, uh, it was, it, you don't like to see Ed Reed was obviously upset. Um, you wish they would have handled it off, you know, like something was different, I mean, but, but you don't want to see players sharing helmets. And that's allegedly one thing that, um, that they were doing. Um, but uh, we'll see. Uh, Ed Reed is not going to be the next head coach at um, Thune Cookman. I know that to a lot of the students were upset about it. They did like yeah, a little protest, protest or something. Yeah, yeah, they did a protest. <clears throat> but um, not no. Well, not to be. Um, but speaking of Coach Prime, he's out at uh, Colorado, and he 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 got the best corner again in the country. Just like he did last year. New school, same story. Yep. So he's t- he took the team, he took his son from Jackson yeah, State making- to Colorado, and he's, yeah, he's, making- he's making waves out there. Big waves. I mean, huge waves. So um, people, you know, predict the Colorado not to be 
such a great football team uh, this upcoming year because, you know, Prime is building them up. But, um, I well, they have a tough schedule. And, yeah. and, I, and I, I'm not saying I think he's going to get it turned around. I really do. I just don't think it's going to be next year. Now, uh, hey, he could still go. There's another transfer cycle, I guess. He could go out and do it. Um, I mean, but, man, shoot, I could be wrong. I definitely yeah, think, I, but I mean, just about one year, but I think he's going to get turned around. You can see already the talent he's bringing. Yeah, I see Colorado this upcoming year winning at least nine games. Whoa. Yeah. I say to here first. There you go. Write it down. All right. <laughs> and that's at the least. File filing system, my yeah, that's it. Yeah, nine games. I think you're wrong on that one, but I mean it's it's a way too early prediction. Um, we'll 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 address we'll have to we'll have to address that. See how that plays out. Yeah, but he's got it. I mean, he's got it going. I mean, you got the the best corner in the country coming. You got the best corner in the country recruit from last year coming. Um, yeah. you just get, it's going to take a while to flip that roster. Now it doesn't take as long, um, to do it with the transfer portal as you know, you can get more developed players faster, but this team was bad. Al, you know, they, they were, they yeah. were, so we'll see. Yeah. Jackson was, was not a good team also. And I saw, with my own eyes in Miami when they played FAMU. Oh, yeah. I, I think he's going to get it done. I, 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 I'm telling you, nine games at least. Okay. All right, the Buffaloes. And we'll have to, like, as a FAMU, like, a FAMU should uh, now take over the, the SWAC. Would you think they'll be the favorites next year? Um. You got Musa returning. Yeah. Um, so this has to be this. I mean, if you look at it, I mean, all right, you got Jackson lost coach prime, but then yeah. try to get coach, coach Ed Reed, you know, as, as a fam, you fan, you're looking good. And then you retain coach, you know, you retain your coach and then it's looking pretty good for fam. You right now. Yeah, we'll see. But uh, like you said, it's a little early to predict because Jackson is still a good team. They got a good that's person true. program. Um, mm-hmm. So that's a neutral site game. Still, we don't know. We don't know yet. Yeah, we don't know just yet. So we'll we'll see because uh, they might be my, able to come to town now that Prime's not the, the coach. Um, that would be good. I mean, it, it, it'd be interesting that yeah, that, that, that would switch up the matchup. Yeah. Because yeah, they play every year. Is there in the same yeah, conference? Yeah, because um, they're in the same mm-hmm. same side of the conference. So, um, yeah, that would be good, uh, you know, home, you know, games at both campuses instead of a neutral Was that side. the first annual, like, neutral site game between those two schools? Two no, years, that was, three years ago? Was it two? It was uh, two years ago, uh-huh. but 
Jackson and fam, you used to play each other, um, you know, years ago um, when family was in the MEAC. Um, I remember a few times family went over to Jackson, uh, over to Memorial Stadium. It's a huge stadium. But, um, yeah, hopefully they'll stop playing at a neutral site and, you know, having uh, each respective schools. And that generate a lot of revenue for both schools. Yeah, well, I like the home and homes. I mean, I, yeah. I, I I'm I'm old fashioned that way. I think that we're, FSU is getting back to the home and homes. I think it's the. I mean, if in terms of the revenue, though, I mean, if you can dev- get it though to some of the, maybe you can get some some facility upgrades, and uh, maybe you can see some improvement on the recruiting trail for some of these um, schools. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, so hopefully uh, next year will be a great football season for the Rattlers and the Seminoles because um, I'm I'm excited to see what Florida State has growing over there. Oh, what's that? Oh, yep. There it is, man. You hear it. I hear it. Oh, All right, here, man. I'd like to thank you for joining us, Al. Yeah, man. Um, it's been a it's been a minute, but um, we we got some more. Uh, we we'll have to get 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 caught up. Not not too much to really report on basketball season. It's kind of been a down one. Yeah, it has. I know Florida State played Clemson over the weekend, and they had them, man. They had them, man. They had them. <laughs> I'll tell you right now, I almost did an instant reaction based on the uh, one. I think the FSU lost that game on one coaching decision. Now, I'm usually a ham fan, but, you know, a lot of people, when you're down, when you're up by three, you want to foul somebody so they can go to the line and shoot free throws. Well, FSU was up by three um, to Clemson, but there was like 10 seconds left, nine or 10 seconds left. And they chose to foul. And Clemson hits two of their free throws. FSU goes down and misses one of theirs. Clemson comes down, hits an and one, and wins the game. So you go up from up three to down one in like five seconds. They had them, man. They had them, man. I think you got to wait to like five, five seconds. Five. You know, like, I think that it was too soon to go to that card. Now, I agree with going to that card. You know, you don't want to have a three to tie you if that's all that can beat you. But there was a lot more things that could beat you, especially that much time left. Not to mention the team you're playing is a great free throw shooting team. Yeah, you have to take all that type of stuff. Me, personally, I wouldn't have Like, hey, we up three to say to death, let's play ball. Yeah. Yep. Well... We'll we'll see what happens, man. We'll see. We no, went to we... the Miami FSU basketball game the other night. Miami lost though at the end uh, this weekend too. Three turnovers in the last thirty-five seconds. So not a good weekend for the teams in Florida and the ACC. But we'll keep right. an eye on it, and we'll talk to you next time. North Florida Sports right. Network, the NFL SN.
Cristiano. 